child abuse, what it is, how to recognize it. And by the grace of God, the truth is that we can recover from it. Hello, I'm Katie Smith, and this is the Katie Speaking Live True Podcast. And I just want to thank you for being willing to listen to something that is hard. Maybe you've gone through child abuse yourself. Maybe you know somebody who is in that situation right now, or you knew somebody in the past and you didn't know how to handle it. Well, on this podcast, we're not only going to be inspired to pray for people in hard situations where abuse is happening, but I'm also going to give you some information uh, straight from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that will help you know how to recognize child abuse and the number to call. So right off the bat, if you already know somebody's being abused and you don't know who to turn to about that, the number to call for the National uh, Center for Missing and Exploited Children is 1-800-843-5678. That's one 800 Eight four three five six seven eight, and wherever you're watching this, it should be posted in the notes, so you can go ahead and get that information there. Um, so we're going to be talking about a really hard topic today, but it's not without hope. So let's just jump right in. If you're following along, this is Katie's seventh grade prayer journal uh, episode for July twentieth, and in a way something amazing happens on this day because Katie has been praying. 13 year old Katie has been praying since she landed in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it hasn't exactly been the best summer vacation. And she's been praying, asking God, why am I here? If there's no reason why I'm here, can I please just go home? And she asks that again and again, and she's trying to make sense of why she's in this situation where she's separated from a church that she loves. She's separated from uh, friends that love God, and she's been looking for godly friends. She's been trying to cultivate relationships, but the cry of her heart has been, please don't let this time be wasted. And then we come to July 20th and look at what God reveals. Check this out. Dear God, what a day if I ever had one. So many things happened. I don't know where to begin. I got up pretty early. I had a slim fast shake for breakfast. Then I went outside and trimmed some bushes, and then I got really hot. So I went inside and got the letters I wrote for Mary and Molly and took the letters to them. Then I came back and did some housework. Mom called. She needs $500 because she needs a new radiator for the car. Grandma sent it to her. Then Mary and Molly came over at 2.30 p.m. It was definitely a rocky first hour. Mary was uncomfortable and Molly was nervous. I was tense. Mary and I resolved a lot of things, and about an hour and a half later, she started opening up. I found out that she had been molested one time and beaten many times, along with her mom being beaten. I called Child Protective Services, and I called my mom, to get some info about how I could help. The agency just said that if I reported it, since I'm a kid and a friend, I probably would make it worse. This is actually not good advice. If you or someone you know is being abused, report it to someone you trust. The police, a teacher, your parents, or a neighbor, or call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-843-5678. That number's in the notes. Mom said that I should tell Mary that unless she or her mom report it themselves, it's going to keep happening. Please, dear God, help me to talk to someone or to get help for her somehow. I'm really glad you gave me a chance to get to know what was really going on in their family. 
I don't want to, but please help me give this problem over to you. Give me the faith once again to trust you and to know that you are in control, that you are God. Right now, I give Mary and her problems over to you to take care of. Thank you so much for working through me so that I could pray about this. Please give me a humble spirit before you, God. Thank you for all the things you've brought in my life. I will do my best to trust you with all my heart. Thank you again, Lord Jesus. Please protect everyone I know, Lord. Please help me to have a good day tomorrow and a wonderful night's sleep. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. P.S. Thanks for letting me go home to San Diego. So the verse that comes to mind and why we report child abuse, Jesus said it's better for someone to have a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into a river than to harm a child. It is so important that we don't ignore what is happening in the world around us. It is so important that we don't just think, well, that's a private family matter. That's not my business. It is so important for all the people that had no one stand up for them. It is so important that we stand up when we see child abuse happening. So what is child abuse and what does it look like? Well, that is a great question. We don't want to just blanket statement and not give information about what it is. So let's go to the experts. I'm reading from childwelfare.gov, childwelfare.gov, and they published an article in 2019 called What is Child Abuse and Neglect and How to Recognize the Symptoms? So it's really important that we know And also it does say the presence of a single sign does not necessarily mean that child maltreatment is occurring in a family, but a closer look at the situation may be warranted when the signs appear repeatedly or in combination. So this is a fact sheet to help you learn about child abuse and neglect and also um, about including human trafficking. So let me see if I can share this on the screen so that if you're watching, you can um, read along with me. Let's see. What will it let me do? Yeah, here we go. Oh, it's saved. Give me just a second here. Hmm. It's not going to let me share the screen for some reason. It's, it's going to be a little bit tricky. So I'll go ahead and I will link um, the article in the notes so that you can be sure to know exactly what to look for. All right. So what are the major types of child abuse and neglect? Physical abuse, neglect, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, abandonment, and parental substance abuse, also human trafficking. So I'm not going to go deep on all of these. Um, actually, I'm. What should I do here? <laughs> oh, Lord, give me wisdom. So, uh, let's just read it. Physical abuse is a non-accidental physical injury to a child caused by a parent, caregiver, or other person responsible for a child, and can include punching, beating, kicking, biting, shaking, throwing, stabbing, choking. Hitting with a hand, stick, strap, or other material, burning or otherwise causing physical harm. 
Physical discipline, such as spanking or paddling, is not considered abuse as long as it is reasonable and causes no bodily injury to the child. So there are more details here, but that's just a basic understanding. So somebody who's responsible for somebody else, punching, beating, kicking, biting, shaking, throwing, stabbing, choking, or hitting. That is serious physical harm. Okay. Neglect is the failure of a parent or other caregiver to uh, provide for a child's basic needs. Neglect generally includes the following categories. Physical. So an example of that would be a failure to provide necessary food or shelter, lack of appropriate supervision. Medical. Failure to provide necessary medical or mental health treatment. Withholding medically indicated treatment from children with life-threatening conditions. Educational, failure to educate a child or attend to a special education needs or emotional. Inattention to a child's emotional needs. Failure to provide psychological care, permitting a child to use alcohol or other drugs. Sometimes cultural values, the standards of care in the community, and poverty may contribute to what is perceived as maltreatment, indicating the family may need information or assistance. It is important to note that living in poverty is not considered child abuse or neglect. However, a family's failure to use available information and resources to care for their child may put a child's health and safety at risk, and child welfare intervention could be required. So there are exceptions to this. All right, uh, sexual abuse. Sexual abuse includes activities by a parent other than a caregiver, such as fondling a child's genitals, penetration, incest, rape, sodomy, indecent exposure, and explicit uh, exploitation through prostitution or the production of pornographic materials. Sexual abuse is defined by CAPTA. I'm not sure what that acronym stands for. C-A-P-T-A. As the employment, use, persuasion, inducement, enticement, or coercion of a child to engage in or assist any person to engage in any sexually explicit conduct or simulation of conduct for the purpose of producing a visual depiction of such conduct or the rape. And in cases of caretaker or intrafamilial relationships could be statutory rape, station prostitution, other form of sexual exploitation or incest with children. So any sexual activity happening with a minor is sexual abuse. Emotional abuse or psychological abuse is the next category, and that is a pattern of behavior that impairs a child's emotional development or sense of self-worth. This may include constant criticism, threats, or rejection, as well as withholding love, support, or guidance. I'm going to read that again. Emotional abuse may include constant criticism, threats, or rejection, as well as withholding love, support, or guidance. Emotional abuse is often difficult to prove and therefore child protective services may not be able to intervene without evidence of harm or mental injury to a child. Abandonment. You'll know if a child's being abandoned. It's considered in many states a form of neglect. In general, a child is considered to be abandoned when the parent's identity or whereabouts are unknown. The child has been left alone in circumstances the child suffers serious harm and the child has been deserted with no regard for his or her health or safety, or the parent has failed to maintain contact with the child or provide reasonable support for a specified period of time. Whew. Parental substance abuse. Thanks for hanging with me, guys. This is hard, but I think it's necessary. 
Parental substance abuse is uh, included in the definition of child abuse or neglect in many states and related circumstances that are considered abuse or neglect in some states include the following. Exposing a child to harm prenatally due to the mother's use of legal or illegal drugs or other abuse. That means if you know somebody who's abusing drugs, they're abusing their child. Don't pretend that that's not happening. Help that parent get help for their infant. It seriously is for death. Um, another form of abuse, manufacturing methamphetamine in the presence of a child, selling, distributing, or giving illegal drugs or alcohol to a child, using a controlled substance that impairs the caregiver's ability to adequately care for the child. So if you know somebody who's using prescription drugs and they can't care for their child, they need to get help. Um, and there's a special website. There's a special information about that. Parental substance use at child abuse is a special category. And uh, you can find out more about that. I'll link to it in the notes. And then there's human trafficking. Everybody's talking about it. How to recognize it. This, this is important. Uh, it's recruiting, harboring, transportation, providing or obtaining someone for commercial sex acts, such as prostitution, pornography, or stripping. Labor trafficking is forced labor, including drug dealing, begging, or working long hours for little pay. Although human trafficking includes victims of any sex, age, or race, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, children involved in child welfare, including children who are in or out of the home, are especially vulnerable. All right, so we've got to report this stuff, guys. It's happening all around us. We need to be able to take a stand for children. You know, chances are you know you or someone you know, the statistics say one out of four, are sexually abused. That's just the statistics that we know about. So it's got to be higher than that. And you know how it is debilitated. It's very hard to recover from. Recovery is possible. And it's up to the godly to say no to systems and situations where repeated abuse is happening. We've got to say no to it. We've got to say no the first time it happens. Um, so a couple of different hotlines. The one that I told you about first is called National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and that hotline is 800 800- Eight four three five six seven eight eight hundred eight four three five six seven eight. Let's pray, Father God. You take it seriously when a child is hurt. You take it seriously when abuse is happening. I pray, God, that we would not be silent about this. That we would take advantage of these resources. That we would share them with other people. And that we would remember it so when we see it, we can help. We can help provide rescue. Give us wisdom, Lord Jesus. False reports are devastating. I pray that only those who will do good with this information will hear this podcast. And I pray that they would use it for good. For the setting free and the stopping of wickedness being committed against children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. 
a hard topic uh, coming up in the very near future. If you're listening to this before August 6th, 2023, I will be speaking at a homeschool conference. I am really excited about the topic. It's how do you know that you're doing enough? And I am going to give five key steps, five key components to know how you're doing enough in your homeschool. I hope you will join me for that event. Also on August 19th, I'll be speaking at For Her Breakthrough, How to Heal Your Heart and Heal Personally from Sexual Abuse. That's August 19th, and you can get your link to that event. It's free at Eventbrite. Go to For Her Breakthrough on Eventbrite. Links will also be in the comments. And last but not least, coming up October 6th and 7th, one of the most fun events that I get to be a part of is called what is it called? Uncommon Teen Live. <laughs> if you have a teenager, you want to bring them to this event. You want to bring your youth group to this event. Tell your pastor about it in Nashville, Tennessee, October 6th and 7th. I will be joining Jamie Kirshner, the host of the number one ranked teen podcast for Christian girls in the world. She's putting on her very first live event and I get to co-host it with her. It's going to be a blast for you and your girls. You can sign at uncommonteenlive.com. I hope to see you at one of these events. Please like, share this podcast and uh, let me know how it's affected you. I'd love to hear from you. Comment wherever you're watching or listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you in the name of Jesus. Go be passionate. Go be authentic. Live true for Christ. See you next time. Bye-bye.